Sing a song of six pence a pocket full of rye. Four and twenty black birds baked in a pie. When the pie was open, the birds began to sing. Was that not a dainty dish you served before the king? I'm not going to eat that. Full of birds. Do do you feel me on that, though, or not? Nah. I'm... Take it back. Thank you very much. Well, I don't, maybe you just don't understand this whole idea of sixpence, but we'll get there. Wait, isn't he running for president? Nope, that's Vivek. Don't get don't get it mis- don't get it mistaken. I will not. So you seem like that. somebody that actually might vote for Vivek. Would you, can you talk about Vivek oh. a little bit and how you feel like you might vote for him? Strangely, why I might vote for Vivek? Yeah. Man, I just love how my favorite things about him is how he wants to raise the voting age. That's really uh, tight um, to make it so like, I especially like it when people can serve and die in the military, but they can't vote. That's cool. But I don't know, maybe he'll make a workaround for that. That'd be cool. Like, uh, so. Okay. All I right. That's good. He also um, is. He knows what's up on the old, they call it global warming or climate change. I call it Chinese conspiracy, as Vivek, my man Swami does. Uh, You ever heard of a little author? I'm not going to say his name. I can't or else I'm going to get censored by the deep state, also known as the Heritage Foundation. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. All right. Did you see also second question, second question, a hundred million dollar, a hundred million dollar contract. Wow. hundred million dollar contract. Wow. I can't believe they finally did it and they finally got the contract. Do you know who was given this contract? Yeah. Big time. Do you, do you know? That's right. Jason Gordon-Levitt, he signed a uh, deal with Hulu, and he's going to be doing a talk show. Mm-hmm. Thousand okay. episodes. Thousand he's episode all, contract. The same person was also on Joe Rogan recently, which I know is still your boy, and you listen to a lot. So Sloy Plogan. How you feeling about how you feeling about him these days? Like, where I, does he hit you? I as saw far a nice little TikTok the other day that mm-hmm. um, I felt. I even posted it in our Discord. I'm sure you wouldn't be aware of that, but it was a guy who said that he used to be really into Joe Rogan, and then he started to notice that he was still enjoying all the shows about like hunting and fishing and outdoors because Joe Rogan understands that stuff and all the MMA shows because Joe Rogan knows what he's talking about. But he said the more Joe Rogan had like smart people on, he found that what he would do is he would keep veering the conversation back to a lower common denominator that he could understand instead of just letting the person explain things and so he started to understand okay so joe's not super smart and then he was like and then joe started to let all these people on who were kind of like pseudoscientists who like were kind of going against the grain on most other scientists with what they were saying and but joe rogan was eating it up and it was like ah he's an idiot he's a dangerous idiot is where i stand on joe rogan He's an Which idiot. Which I think is kind of what I am, too. I'm a idiot. bit of a dangerous idiot, too, Sean. And so is this one of those things where, like, if it's just you're just knowing just a little bit of a lot of things, you're a dangerous idiot? 
I mean, especially if you got a big old show and you got hit in the head a bunch of times. Hmm. Does that make you reconsider wanting to do this show? I don't think so. No. Okay. I kind of like, I like being a little dangerous. So if you were to compare (laughs) Howard Stern to, uh, how, how would you compare him to? To Howard Stern? Yeah. Howard Stern, I just think, was a pure entertainer as far as shock jock. Whereas, um, like, I think Howard Stern's way smarter, for example. He just knew that uh, that type of humor really worked really well. And, uh, you know, definitely created a brand for himself of that. It was never quite my thing. Like, I've seen some stuff I like. And, like, I've never really seen Baba Booey, but I love the idea of people calling up somewhere and saying Baba Booey. I think it's the funniest damn thing. <laughs> Just to, like, like one day I want to get behind a man on the street, you know, like a news reporter and say Baba Booey. And I don't even really understand the concept. I just think it's super funny. <laughs> okay. I don't right. know. I, I, um... It's one of those things, it's one of those shows I have a ton of respect for, but it wasn't my jam. And I, I think he's brilliant, and I think he was totally playing a character. I think he played a character all the time. I don't think Joe Rogan's playing a character. Okay. Um, all, on to the next uh, exciting topic. Um, Mitch McConnell. How, how are you feeling about <laughs> Mitch? That's, why are you laughing? Oh, so I heard a take. TikTok, by the way. A number one TikTok. source for news. Can we um, please? Can, I, here's the weirdest thing. I gotta check my phone. God, TikTok. I, I gotta see if I have any TikToks. Can I answer I, the question, please? Go before ahead. You get us off topic. Question. Please get rid of TikTok, though. Listen, so I'm not getting rid of TikTok. So this is this. I'm gonna break it down for everybody here. This is um, this is from TikTok. Okay, so Mitch McConnell. This is was, from TikTok, okay. So half of the eastern half of Kentucky, right, is owned by the oil and coal uh, barons and oligarchs, which Mitch McConnell sold his soul to a very, very, very long time ago. <laughs> and he's been in office ever since because he does whatever they want. And they have been grooming his replacement who is not doing very well, and I don't know his name. But if you want me to research, I won't, but you can. Um, no, Like the Heritage Foundation and those oil guys and stuff, like have somebody they want to replace him, but this dude keeps fucking up at his job and like doesn't look like he's ready. So they keep trying to like groom him or somebody else to do their bidding like Mitch did. And uh, basically, Mitch can't quit. That's why he looks so terrified up there. He's like, I know if I quit, they're just going to fucking kill me because they told me I can't quit. Like, I sold my soul to these guys a long time ago. I do their bidding. And until they have my replacement lined up, I'm not allowed to quit. That's why he's just fucking deer in the headlights up there. He's like, I guess I get to die on stage in this lifetime. Oh, oh God. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now let's get back to reality for a second. And what's what do you think's up with Mitch? He's uh really old. Yeah, it's kind of like <clears throat> okay. What, what do you think the millennials? Now we're gonna go backwards. What do you what do you think the millennials think about Mitch? He's really old. <laughs> what do you think the millennials think about Joe Rogan? 
kind of sweaty and gross. And if you're into MMA, he's, you know, he's fun to listen to. If you're not, he's probably even sweatier and grosser. (laughs) (laughs) And dumber, dangerous idiot. But I think if you're into MMA or hunting, even if you're a millennial, you're probably like, Joe Rogan's fine. Just because he is very knowledgeable at those things. Hmm. And okay, that's fair. I can I can see all those things. Get I think it. they you know they didn't get to grow up with him being that skinny guy on news radio. To him, he's just a big tomato. Who? So now Joe Rogan just looks like a big red tomato. But you know he used to have. Remember when he had some hair like on news radio, and he like fixed the elevator and did a, like two mm-hmm. jokes per episode. I don't. I remember when he did some stand up and stuff, but I don't remember that. News Radio is a good show. Phil Hartman. Good show. Andy Dick. That was a good show. What happened to Andy so, Dick? Uh, he likes to get wasted and molest people, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. oh, allegedly. Not apparently. Allegedly. Right. Uh, you know, FCC, if you're listening. Sean, are we doing the football picks today? We don't have to, but I have all my I have it all written down how you did last year. I don't know if we're getting into that today. Sure, we can. Or I'm if we're afraid. just talking about we can talk about stuff too. We have a couple of new patrons. I definitely want to get to that. Let's let's just do that. It's a good transition. It's a good oh, transition. Such a good transition. I have so much I could tell you about all these things though, Mitch. I could tell you about have you heard about um what's Brandon's name again? Dark Brandon. Have you heard about Dark Brandon? Yeah, that's that's like last year. That's like two years ago. The Joe Biden thing? Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah, because as soon as they did the whole um, Brandon thing, that's when it happened. Not not too long after that. I didn't even know the Brandon thing. Oh, my God. I just learned about all this stuff. He's selling mugs now. He's selling dark Brandon mugs. I suppose I don't get to tell people about that. People already know about that. It's all right. I I know other things that we could talk about some other time. That I've learned, been learning on TikTok. Let me find, look up our new patrons here. Oh my God, TikTok! Please stop with the TikTok. We have a, a new patron and Nate. Nate, thank you so much, Nate. We really appreciate all of the things that you bring to this great state. Nate, do you like? What do you think of TikTok? Can you get? I know you. If you're Nate in is with me, Discord, man. Nate's with me. Nate's with me 100%. Ah, yep. Millennials are in the yep. TikTok. Nope. Nope. Get off the, of it if you are. I suppose maybe not the guys as much, but. Get off of it. The future is female. We talked about this in the Age of Aquarius. You guys want to check it out? Yep. Get used to it. Next one is uh, Benjamin, also known as head TikToker. Okay. What's up, Benjamin, the head TikToker? Really appreciate it. Um, can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually shocking me a little bit that, uh, this is happening now that we, we've kind of transitioned. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely, it could be people who are like on episode 50. <laughs> definitely. could be. And like in two months when they catch up, we had somebody join the discord the other day who jumped in and said, is this the forever quest discord? <laughs> and then Serbia said it used to be, but now it's a place for to talk about crystals and conspiracy theories. 
Get on you, man. Uh, uh, so she was, sounds like someone wants to come on the show. What's up? Big Swerb. What's up, I Swerb? saw Big Swerb as well as um, Liver mm, Flaps and hilarious. Dooms at Liver Flaps Wedding. Oh, that's awesome. That, you guys must it's have had fun. Tight. You must have had fun. Had a good time. And you had a proud moment, too. You had a proud dad moment, and you proud had fun. moment. What a wonderful world and life we live, man. Seriously. How I lucky. got to hear a new song the kids are listening to that I really liked. Yeah, what's it called? I mean, I might have to try to look it up here to see. But let's see if I downloaded it. Is it is it Mbop? I heard see the kids are liking that one. I think you're into it. you were talking about Mbop. You really downloads. liked it. Is it under downloads? I don't see anything here. Maybe I didn't download it. Did I take a picture of it? Yeah, I probably took a picture of it, Sean. Well, stop taking pictures of it. I'm going to start looking to see if I took a picture of it while... You uh, entertain all these good... Nope, didn't take a picture of it. (laughs) Sweet. Oh, I saw our old friend Tyler recently, too, visited. I've just been a social butterfly. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a nice one to have pop through. A little popper. You know who so I, some, I, 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 I... Sorry, I know we're going to get into it. Wait, just one more thing. Should I, we? I, I, should well, we? Are we going to talk about everything that's happening? Because eh, eh. I'm a little exhausted, to tell you the truth. I'm like, I don't, whatever. I don't, need to, I don't need to talk about that. Um, it's like... I, I, I think we should do Carl Sherman, though, for uh, long-term friends. Yeah? Have you been talking to him? No, I just, I want to, and I, mm. I mean, I could hardly think of someone better to have a long time conversation with anyway. All right, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Take the mic. <clears throat> all right, everybody. So last year, if you're a patron, you're aware of this. If you're not, then see, we did an episode, a bonus episode of Sean's uh, NFL picks last year. Uh, kind of a primer for all of us uh, EverQuest nerds who may not be in uh, in into the sports ball as much. If a if we're playing in a league and need some tips, because Sean's actually really good at it, or B if we just want to be able to go to the old water cooler. I think now they call it the old like uh, meetups or something, hangouts, um, and just be able to be like, hey, how about that team? That's doing good because you know a little bit about football now because where'd you learn it here, right, Sean? Yep, that's right. This is where you should get all of your fantasy football information for sure. That's right. So we're gonna review how Sean did with his picks last year, which I think is gonna be fun. Sean's gonna have to self grade. You can all grade I him have out to there too. Well, if if all of you listening out there know something about football, you'll be able to grade Sean yourself. But most of us. Uh, people who don't, uh, I'm assuming a lot of the people listening don't, because uh, we play EverQuest. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's unicorns like Sean out there who do both. Are you excited, Sean, for football season? Yes. It's the year of the Vikings, isn't it? No. All right. So what's going to happen here is I'm going to mention, um, like, in categories, and then you need to degrade yourself, Okay. Well, all right, fine. Uh, keep in mind, everybody, this is just, he went into the season blind, you know, just making guesses before the season started here, you know. All right. You said the best teams were probably 
the Bills, the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Broncos, Sean. Break those down for me. How'd the Bills do? The Bills were very, very good. Ooh, how about the Rams? The Rams were not. They were pretty average, maybe even, I would say, below average. Mm, Rams slipped. Injuries? Not really. They just didn't. Injuries. They just just didn't really. (laughs) They just didn't really play that way that well. So many injuries. Um, Chiefs. They won the Super Bowl. Oh, they did okay. Broncos? Nah, they actually kind of crapped the bed. Okay, well, how about, uh, so what are you going to grade yourself here? A C being an average, of course. We're not we're not in this new age here where kids are expected to get all A's and B's. No, C's get degrees. That's how we were raised when we were kids. A C is average, okay? A C is not below average. All right, so let's just, does everybody understand? D is below average, F is fail. So how'd you do, Sean? I mean, I don't think I did that great because the two teams I gave you I th- that were right were were pretty easy to pick, and the ones that I got wrong, like they were kind of not so you know more of a, a challenge. C minus D plus territory. Yeah, D plus. that's it's probably in that area somewhere. Yep. Oof. Yeah, if I'm being honest, yep. fantasy football expert, everybody. But it doesn't come down to who's going to be the best team. That's not how mm-hmm. fantasy football works. I don't know if you all knew that. Well, pop quiz, hot shot. That's where, yeah, when I look at it that way, sometimes I'm choosing more often players from those teams, and so that could have worked out good or bad for you. Now, as long as we're on the topic, who are the best four teams this year, Sean? What are we looking at? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with Kansas City there. They won the Super Bowl. I don't think they got any worse. If anything, they got better. They have the best quarterback in the NFL, and, um, you know, that's kind of – they have a better offensive line than they did last year. Potentially, yeah, I think they're going to be much better. They're dangerous as hell, actually. I, I think they'll probably win the Super Bowl again. They got Tony Gonzalez as a tight end mm-hmm. coach. There you go again, Tony G. Uh, three more teams. Three more teams. I will take, uh, let's see, these are going to be the best teams you said, right? Yeah. Like win their divisions type of thing? Like, these are some, I mean, again, we're talking about like when you're talking to your father-in-law, you play EverQuest, but your father-in-law watches football. You can be like, I think this team is going to be good. And they won't think you're stupid. They don't, they won't think you spend all your time playing EverQuest instead of looking after his beautiful daughter. (laughs) That's the type of teams we're looking for here, Sean. It's starting to get weird. Um, Okay. Let's see. I will take uh, Philadelphia. They're going to stay good. They they were a surprise last year. Um, I will take San Francisco. Ooh, no, San Francisco gonna, treat. I'm going to take Kansas City, which I already said. And you said Philly? I, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to say Buffalo. I'll stick with I'll stick with Buffalo again. Buffalo, Philly, KC, San Fran. Yeah, so here's a here's a fun one too that you like. So Aaron Rodgers plays for the New York Jets now. I turned on HBO and saw the Hard Knocks thing, and I saw Aaron Rodgers, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, it it always happens. But you know what's going to happen if anything ever happens? As far as this whole generational theory stuff goes, there's only thing that's more repetitive than that, and that's that the Packers are going to find an awesome QB to replace Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Well, we'll find out. Jordan loves that right now. We'll see. They do it every time. Here we go. Like Colt 45. Colt. 
All right. So um, next up, you said the worst team, Sean, would be the old mm-hmm. Seahawks, mm-hmm. the Texans, the Bears, mm-hmm. and the old Commanders. Mm-hmm. So how'd you do there? Seahawks? But they weren't very good. Um, super good. Mm, I, they were not. Texans? They were also not very good. Bears? They were also not very good. Commanders? They too. They were a little bit better, but they were also not very good. Okay, so now again, all you um, druids out there, when you're talking to your neighbor who's, you know, doing their thing, and you live in Texas, you can be like, those Texans, man, that didn't work out too good. Because now you know, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But Sean, who's going to, well, how, how would you grade yourself here? Sounds pretty good to me. I'm actually looking at their records right now to make sure I'm not lying. Mm. Well, didn't so the Houston, Commanders almost make the playoffs one of these years? I thought it was Houston, last year. Houston won three games. That's the Texans. Oof. Washington won eight games, but they were the last in their division. Oof. Chicago won three games. They were the last in their division. Three and is not many games. Seattle was actually the best out of them all. They won nine and second in their wow. division. Wow. Yep. It's not bad. Yep. yep. So what is that? Like a C plus? That one's pretty good, I think. I think there was more picks in there that people maybe didn't expect. And Seattle was a, definitely a stretch, but um, that was my only bad call. All right. Well, still not looking like a fantasy football expert yet, if you ask me. But we'll no, see how really. you do next year. Okay, let's let's. Oh, and what am I choosing? My worst. Yeah, worst teams. Worst four. All right, I'm gonna go with. Wow, this is interesting. I'm gonna go with Arizona Cardinals, number one. Ouch. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law is not going to be happy about that one. Well, they're just not going to be very good this year. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers, number two. Okay. I'm going to go with... Mm, Houston Texans, number three. Still on the bottom. Bottom feeders. They're those little sucker feeders you get when you get the fish tank. And I'm going to go with... Should have kept Anthony Hopkins, guys. Let's see, let's see. One of the bigger. Let's go with a big time faller. How about the Tennessee Titans are going to fall oh, off this year? Oh, the Tennessee Titans. All right. Well, let's move on to the quarterback position here, Sean. Okay. What you did is you picked the three best quarterbacks, and then you had a flyer, like you know, really shooting for the stars. Okay. So the, mm-hmm. the last one I tell you is definitely graded on a curve. Was not expected to do good, kind of like a free agent type deal. All right, you ready? Okay. Your best QBs were Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and somebody named Kyler from Arizona. Kyler. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. Um, oh, that's funny. So who was dude, it again? Hurt? Who did I say? Uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jay Allen, and L. Jackson. Yeah. How is that what? possible? He wasn't playing. I'm looking right now to see who the best. Well, that's, I see. Hold on. Though. What is that? Uh, Josh Allen. That was the Bills, right? Yeah. And the L. Jackson, that was Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And then Kyler got hurt. You can't, I mean, you can't get hurt. I mean, what are you going to do about that? You know, how did Jackson and Allen do? 
well, Josh Allen was up there. He was number seven. But the, I'm looking at passing stats. I'm not looking at touchdowns. I think he threw more touchdowns. So I don't know. I don't have the. Oh, wow. You're pulling up actual. See, you should. You, you well, should I want to actually give you the. Oh, no, God. check TikTok. I'm tell you the actual truth is what I'm trying to tell you. So Josh Allen was really good. Um, what was who was who else did I pick? Lamar Jackson was that his name? L. Jackson was that the Baltimore one? Yeah, he was twenty sixth. Yeah, he got hurt. Kyle Murray got hurt too. Oh boy! And then I think uh, what about Joe Flacco as your uh, flyer pick? Uh, he was terrible. He he didn't really play. Joe, really? Yeah, Joe was terrible that year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Sean. How'd you do on this one? Okay, I'm ready. No, I mean, what's your grade for that one? Oh, that's, that one's terrible. That one's like, <laughs> you should not listen to me on that one. That's an F. Failure. You failed. Wait, 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 wait. Does this change it? You said there were two new quarterbacks that we might want to look out for. I didn't see this. I wrote this down too. Okay. Jay Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Jay yep. Burrow. So Justin Herbert was the number two quarterback. Oh. And Joe Burrow was number five. Oh, well, there you go. That changes yeah. it. That's a good thing I read that part. That's true. That's true. I'm glad you did. Okay, does that change how you did, do you think? I mean, if you would have listened to me on that part, you would have been, that's an A. Yeah, I, I think it looks like I. you said there's a couple new people. Yep. I wrote new by them. But, I mean, you said all six, so what's the overall grade here? I don't know. That's tough. That is a tough one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's two of those people got injured. Two of them were home runs. Three of them were home runs, actually. I don't know. That's actually more like it's probably a B. Then. Yeah, it's probably like a B. All right, we got a B at quarterback. Really nailed it at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for wide receiver, Sean? I am so ready. Oh, you picked Justin Jefferson and Jamar Cheese, Chase, Chase. as the top two. <clears throat> and then as your boomer bust, you picked Danny Gray from San Francisco. Danny Gray. Well, Justin Jefferson was number one. Oh, there you go. Uh, let's see. I'm J- looking Jamar down. Chase. I'm looking down. Jamar Chase was. I have no idea who these people are. 17. Everybody. He was pretty good, though. Jamar Chase was 17. Who's Dan- Danny Gray? Boom bust? Bust. Total bust. Oh, uh, he busted everybody. Grade? Yeah. Self-grade. I mean, I got number one. That's pretty flipping good. But it's not that hard to pick Justin Jefferson as the number one wide receiver. He's I mean, I picked him last great. year as the number one. <laughs> for so sure. Good. A lot of people took him number one overall this year in drafts. Really? Did you, w- Would you have done that? No. No, no. Mm. Antonio Brown? Nope. Uh, I still think that there are a few running backs who are better and if you're talking ppr even if it's ppr speaking of running backs um mm-hmm. you picked a bunch last year okay henry from tennessee jonathan taylor delvin cook christian mccaffrey from la austin Eckwer, and then somebody named alvin kamara and then as your sleeper picks khalil herbert and jarek mckinnon all right so let's go down oh these God. one at a time everybody well josh um, Derek Henry was number two. Derek Henry. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what was the first person you mentioned. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Hmm. 
Du, 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 du. Must got, he must have got hurt. I, I don't yeah, he got hurt, everybody. Don't, don't know what happened to Jonathan. He got Taylor. hit by that thing. Delvin <laughs> Cook? Number six. Okay, Christian McCaffrey? Number eight. That's pretty good. Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler. Number 18. Alvin Kamara? Number 20. That's pretty good. And then... Uh, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor was 23. Okay. And then for he did get your it, sleeper picks, Khalil Herbert and Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon would have won you a league if you would have picked him last year. What? Yeah. 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 At the playoffs, he was unbelievable. He he just wrecked leagues in the in, in for the Kansas City Chiefs. Did you have him in some of your leagues? I did not. Oh. I, I did not. I had him. All my leagues, I wrecked. How did you do on running backs? I think you did good again. B? Yep. Yeah, I'd say it'd be again. Pretty good. I mean, having Jarek as a, a sleeper pick, was he like a sleeper pick? Was he somebody that like people, a lot of people didn't notice? Yeah, I don't remember what round he went in, but it was probably, here, I can look it up quick. but Pretty late? Yeah. Sleeper pick coming through. All right. We're going to hit some uh, tight ends here. We got the mm-hmm. best ones being Kelsey, Andrews, and Pitts with your deep sleeper being Cameron Brait. <laughs> How did uh, Kelsey do? I'm looking for tight ends in here. Uh, he was number one. Okay, Andrews. Number three. And Pitts. Mm-hmm. Pitts is not on the list, but there's only five or six on this list. So, And then Cameron Bray as a deep sleeper from Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. He did do. He did nothing. He didn't do it. All right. Well, Sean, let's get into this year's picks. Uh, yeah, now you I'm all sure, understand sure, that. You really want them. You want these picks. Yeah. I mean, you obviously want the, his sleeper picks, right? Is what is what we're looking for here, possibly. I don't know. You figure it out, everybody. Let's talk about quarterbacks, Sean. Okay. Who are the best QBs this year? I think I already said Patrick Mahomes is probably best quarterback in the NFL. The, this upcoming year? Yeah, there's no doubt. He's the best. All right. Who else? Uh, I, th- I like Justin Herbert again this year, too. He's going to throw for a lot of yards, no doubt. All right. You want to throw another one out there? Or you want to go straight to your uh, sleeper pick? I think a Josh Allen and I would still take Lamar Jackson. I, I think he's okay. Just- He's going four deep. You can go course, as deep as you want. You get to judge yourself next year. Well, you can go deep I mean, as you want. Here's the here you go. Justin Fields is also if if you you know if you really want to wait, I would I wouldn't wait too long. I would get him at some point if you're going to wait on quarterbacks because I think well, no, gonna... people have already drafted, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, this weekend is the big one. Really? Yep. Justin Fields, just do it. Just do it, everybody. Should we should we release this one early for everybody? That way the whole public can hear it and not wait a week. That's up to you, Mike. Wow. Okay, how about um, your sleeper pick? Did we already do that one for quarterback? Uh, was, that, was that your wait a little I mean, bit, I guy? Take, you, t- you can take the Washington quarterback. Um, and I'm totally blanking on his name right now. But... Um, that's who you can take as your sleeper pick, and I can't think of his name. Sorry. Yeah, Joe Flacco, everybody. Bibbidi, bibbidi. All right, how you about uh, running back? Uh, I would say your best if you're in PPR. Got to go PPR, everybody. 
I mean, Christian McCaffrey is your number one. If you're in not not PPR, I think Nick Chubb is your number one. Chip, chip. And I love Saquon Barkley this year. So Nick Chubb came through, huh? Dude, he is so good. He's the best running back in the NFL. Period. <laughs> Just he is. If you're not I talking about that. fantasy football, he is so good, man. Who does he play for? Cleveland. It's unfortunate. Cleveland. Nick Chubb with Joe Burrow. No. Oh no! I thought, I thought he played for Cleveland. Nope. Bengals. Let's play some football. And then I would say, uh, who's a sleeper? Who's a deep? Somebody that is fun. There's a lot of people on the running back coming out of, he's a rookie in Detroit this year, but I'm not so sure about that. Mm. Next like Barry J- Sanders. <laughs> I like J.K. Dobbins this year potentially. He's good. Yeah, we'll see about J.K. J.K. Dobby, a free mm-hmm. elf. Yeah. What do we like at wide receiver? I mean, you always love Justin Jefferson. He's I've loved the, him. The best, really. Yeah. He really is. And he's, he can do commercials, too. He's got a smile. Mm-hmm. This is true. He's like, hey. Um, let's see. There's a lot of uh, talk about um, whether it's going to be Jalen Waddle or, or Tyreek Hill that's going to take the top spot there this year. They're both really good. So on what position, if Mitch McConnell had to play a Ooh. full game of NFL football, a like, full this, game. Like tomorrow? The Whatever the opening game is, yeah. whoever wins the coin mm-hmm. toss, that's the yep. team he has to play for. He has to mm-hmm. suit up immediately, and he has to play okay. every play. Right. What are the positions you're generally going to switch him around at, rotate Oh, at? I'm putting him at linebacker to start off with for sure. He's definitely a, my middle linebacker, and he's hitting the hole. He's like he's definitely hitting the hole hard on that first play, and he's going to try to stop the run. He's going to try to stuff the run. But wait, what if he just uh, nope, does another strategy mm-mm, and kind of just stands there and stares at the person oh, and kind of is like it's nice. kind of like an obstacle almost. That's not nice. Kind of, but but before he freezes up, he kind of gets a wide stance and gets his arms wide. That way, he's making himself a bigger obstacle. That is not nice. We have a, a senator in California who's been there too long as well and has been having many issues lately, like <laughs> like, like during... Oh, you want to hear what TikTok oh. says about her? Oh. Have you heard about this one? Let's I got to tell it. you more yeah. about the Illuminati, Sean. Have you seen Please. Doja Cat's new enlighten album cover? Me. Please enlighten me. Satanists are taking over, Sean, mm-hmm. or totally. California, Sean. Totally. You should know this. They probably... Totally. Look out your window. How many do you see right now? Oh, my gosh. How many Doja Cats are walking around in Satan oh, costumes out there's there? There's at least 12. Just right out my window. That was a snort. That was a snort. Oh, I'm sorry. Wide receivers. I just had it. I, I imagined for some reason Mitch McConnell running like a slant route, like catching the ball. But Mm-mm. you know what always happens after the slant route catches the ball right in the middle, right just in the middle of the defense. Cross, just a cross across the middle. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. No, Wide receivers. Why do you want to do that to poor Mitch? <laughs> I don't. I just. 
That's what you wanted to hear me say. That's what you wanted. You just said that's what you wanted to hear me say. (laughs) Wait, what is he playing on offense? I'm not putting him at wide receiver after that. No. (laughs) No, I'm not. And then we're going to have to get to special teams eventually, too. Oh God! We're so done with this conversation. I'm I'm done with the fantasy football conversation, but it wasn't. It was entertaining for a good minute. I Wait, feel no, bad. We to, have to finish because you have to grade yourself next year. This is tradition. I don't have to. I don't have. It's tradition. I I'm traditioning it right now. I well, I already named a bunch of wide receivers. Okay, but, fine. Okay. Tight end. Fine. Give me tight ends. And then oh, we can be done. There's it, tight ends. With this is stupid tradition. Mark Andrews. Year Travis two. Kelsey. And we'll, we'll say because he just got a huge contract. But that's not always a good reason to say it. But There. Anyway. Now we even have a little bit of time left to talk about um, that other thing that happened. Oh, perfect. What happened? Have you seen uh, A Storm Foretold? The, docu- no. the Danish documentary about uh, Roger Stone? Nope. Holy. <laughs> Are you talking about the documentary that was being made and then stopped <laughs> being made during the uh, run-up to Trump's presidency? Yep, the one yeah, that was yeah, on Roger it. Stone. Oh, you did You it. did watch it. Um, yeah. That was like they, a long time ago, too. Uh, we're talking about two different things, then. I'm talking about the one that's just about Roger Stone. Yeah, yeah. It was They were doing a documentary on Roger Stone, but it was during the run-up to Trump's presidency, and there's all this conversation about all kinds of different things, right? And this then, one's old, too? Yes. How old is this one? At least two years. <laughs> why is everything two years old? Well, because you got stuck in a COVID world, and that's why I was trying to talk to you about the other day about midlife crisis and video games. <laughs> you, you like, we went into like this oh. deep, deep, deep dive of like not doing anything else. <clears throat> it's so Gen X. I mean. I don't if care. You get, if you want to get into it, I don't. I. Oh, I know I have to. Oh, okay. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a triple murder in my family, and I just fucking oh. freaked out for a long time. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, yeah, I just. Uh, I ran away from everything. I ran away from my family, my state, the outdoors, everything. Everything was dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's understandable. That's completely understandable. So I'm not, I'm not suggesting it happened. I, it happened, yeah. I agree, but I don't think that was the midlife crisis. The midlife crisis, I always think, is more like I don't know, like self-evaluation and you do something about it. This was just more of a trauma response, I think. Can you tell us a story about when you were in your mid-20s that has to do with anything where you were eating mushrooms and like not not really doing smart things? Uh, tell you about it? Like yeah. with you? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't need to have been there. You were there for most of them. Um, there was like the ride down the river, uh, in Mankato. It's funny. I was telling a lady a story who's from Mankato down here, 
telling her that story. And, um, but I couldn't be completely open with her. I didn't want to tell her that we were on mushrooms the whole time that we went down that river and just like floated around on, I think it was one pontoon boat and like four of us in there or not, not a pontoon boat, like a raft. Yep. And we would jump out and jump in. Like we swam for quite a bit of the ways down it. We took little breaks and little like eddies and side pools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a long float. Yeah. And then we got to the end and realized we didn't have our keys for the car that we had waiting for us. We left them at the beginning. Yeah, we left one car at the bottom and then we drove another car to the top. But we left the keys at the top. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good story. That's a good story. Then you stayed in the car, right? (laughs) Yeah, with... uh... Because it wasn't locked. Yeah, with one of our friends in there. Mm -hmm. And we were on mushrooms just tripping out in the middle of the woods in this car. (laughs) No light and no clothes. Wet and cold. Oh, my God. And that's not what I did, though. No, I had to, because I went there and kind of knew where we were, I had to take a, a walk with Duppy. All right. Well, what else did you say? There's something else that happened that we need to talk about. What was it? No, we have to go back to uh, a storm foretold. Now, my mind's blown that this has been available to the public for two years. Because it's like, uh, I feel like, well, anyway, everybody, in case you haven't seen it, because I'm guessing a lot of people out there haven't seen it. I'm guessing I'm not the only one here. Okay. Is uh, this Danish filmmaker made this whole documentary about uh, Roger Stone and, uh, I don't know, the parts that freaked me out the most were just how candid and open he was um, on camera about a couple things. One being planning to tell everybody the election was fake before the election happened. Again, this is one of those things that I think a lot of us knew that it was, you know, fake the whole time to stop the steal, uh, but didn't realize there was literal, like, documented proof of it being true on, like, video camera of them just making it all up beforehand and literally like uh, video camera of them just calling places and saying, make this up, make that up. And then um, the other part that was really shocking to me was just the way that he talked about his mindset of winning. Oh, and by the way, if you don't know everybody, Roger Stone was like um, Trump's right-hand man for like uh, 30 years or whatever. And he used to work with Nixon. He used to lobby for other countries to the American government during the Nixon era. He has a tattoo of Nixon on his back. He, uh, he, um, the way he talks about like winning and losing is he talks about it like all or nothing. Like one thing we were trying to wonder while we were watching this was like, how is he so brazen? He's saying all this on camera. Obviously if it gets out, like he's, he's admitting to so many crimes right in front of this documentarian. And we thought, well, it's got to be two things. Either he thinks, like, if if they don't take over, he's fucked anyway. So what's what does it matter? Or also at the very end, he's, the very last line of the movie was he said all this horrible stuff. Then he said to the documentarian, but if you put any of this in the movie, I'll kill you. And I wonder if, like, just the deal was he thought he would have the power to stop any of it from coming out. But now he doesn't. Um, so anyway... Uh, But the way he talks about power is he just says, like, once you have it, it's nine tenths of the law. And he said the plan is like, 
to do um uh to just say fuck you like once once we're in the capital and people are like no you can't do this be like fuck you we can we own the army now like they really planned like the full-on coup that was the plan to just like say no fuck you we're in charge now and people are like but you're not allowed to do that his his whole thing of what he was saying and what he was telling trump the strategy was to just be like it's not hold power is all that matters so we're here and so fuck you we have the army fuck you and uh i don't know it just was so laid out i didn't know that level of evidence existed it's one of those things where i always knew that it was all bullshit but I didn't know it was so well documented for so long. I'm trying to see. See when I when I know I read about it a while back and saw the video footage of it because what's his name is in there too. The guy that ended up getting sued for Stormy or for lying about the the kids that shot it got shot up at school but anyway and then to see like how he runs the proud boys and the oath keepers they're like his they like go to him for orders they're literally on there like going to him for like talking to him at conventions and and all this guy does basically is go around and ask people for money that's like all he does all the time the whole videotaping of him and what he's doing if he's not strategizing with trump on some new method he just goes around to like country clubs and rich people and just begs for money and says you know if you don't give us money the work the you know the left is going to ruin everything but he's just a grifter that's all he does is he goes around and lies and just fucking asks people for money and just gets a ton of money for him and trump yeah you got to watch it definitely got to check it out yeah it's crazy man it's crazy shit. Well, I mean, definitely, uh, it was eye-opening to see how serious they were. Like, when January 6th happened that day, it felt like a joke. Seeing those guys, like, climb up the sides, I'm like, look at these fucking idiots. You know, I'm like, they're not going to do anything. Like, it felt like a joke at the time, and I think as time's gone on, it's felt more serious. And after seeing this, I'm like, holy shit, they were actually going for a coup. Like, that was roger stone's out like he says it that was his plan it didn't go well and he got the fuck out of dodge when it started going poorly uh he he blamed it all on trump being surrounded by incompetent people because he was taken out of the inner circle the before january 6 happened hmm yeah yeah i think all i think all this is gonna end up coming out here in the next little bit with some of these proceedings I'm just blown away. This was available two years ago. I didn't know oh, it was did, that mainstream. Did you watch any of the hearings? No. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that, so that was the other big thing that, that you felt was a bombshell that happened. Um, for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just, I just want to make sure that that was, that we talked about the thing that, that, so what else in there like got you, I mean, other, that's pretty huge stuff. All that stuff is huge. And all those connections that are made through, um, Roger Stone. And, and obviously, like you said, to the, some of the militia groups, were there other things that were in there that, that shocked you as well with other people? Um, I guess it would just, uh, 
it shocked me how people ate it up, I guess, what he would say. Um, and I guess shocked me in just an, not uh, the specific things, but just generally watching it made me more angry, I think. More angry to know that they tried what they tried. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very judgmental. The stuff we were talking about not doing when changing the Mm. whole podcast tone, I'm feeling quite the opposite, uh, just recently, I I think. So I think that there still has to be justice, right? Right. I just think that it has to follow the same process. Right. And I think jumping to conclusions is where we get ourselves in big trouble. Right. On either side, on either side. Right. That's it. I, I don't, I don't think you shouldn't feel those ways. I just think that you go, okay, well that, that very well could be true. And I didn't know about it until right now. And that makes it seem like it's really much even further this way than I thought it already was. And it kind of confirms some of the things that I was assuming anyways, but <clears throat> I'm going to trust the people who are put there to do their job, to, to prove that, that, that it happened. I mean, there's already people in jail, right? There's already people in jail for a long time. In fact, some of the big names for, um, uh, the proud boys are, are being sentenced soon if they haven't already been right. No, I agree with all that. I don't want to exact justice. I think I'm having, the only way it it would affect me is I'm having less patience for people in my life who uh, are still on board, I guess. At this point, I'm thinking they're either stupid or mean, one of the two. I mean, I guess, <clears throat> like, just like, just like when you... It, this might not be exactly right, but like just like recently when you thought that something like religion was so far away from what you thought possible or something that you could access or any of those things, and now you feel like that maybe there is something there and you can't access it. <clears throat> I think the same is true for this. As far as... Just being able to look at the person and say, all right, well, look, let's have a conversation about it then. And let me give you some things that I've been looking at and have you look at them. And then let's have a conversation around that. Yeah. I think that that's where I've been for a long time, uh, in the foreseeable past, as far as me starting to like getting into determinatism and just starting to feel like everybody's just doing what they're doing for a reason. And I'm just starting to accept what everybody's doing and just try to understand other people, but I definitely felt like I've hit a shift very recently where I understand what you're saying because I've definitely walked down that road for a while. And I know that it's also got like good merit to it as well. It's just that my honest feeling right now is to not have that. Oh, that, yeah, no, I understand. I can't tell you how much I feel like that. Yeah. My honest feeling right now is more like, the sword and the shield like not only do i have the sword like in case you get too close but stay away from me i got the shield too type of thing you know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I get it totally. Definitely feeling that. Well, that's not a bad place to be. Like, uh, just like the psychologists say, that's probably the way you should feel. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think like uh, I'm just becoming impatient, like especially for people who I'm I don't feel bad saying, I guess, just tricked by Trump, tricked by all his lies. I'm just becoming impatient for people coming around and seeing that he is a liar. And I understand some people still like him, even though they know he's a liar. And to me, that's a whole different story. That's just more mean people. Um, But uh, yeah, especially the you know, mean people, I don't know what you're going to do with, honestly, but uh, the people who have been tricked, I'm just becoming very impatient. I'm like, come on, come on, like, fucking come on. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe it, maybe uh, I should look at myself, right, and be like, it took me two years. I'm, You know, I'm going to look that up and see if it's been around for two years now. <laughs> I tried it to took find me two out. Years I've been to looking... find that. I, I don't know if it's been two years, but I'm looking. I, I know I saw it before today. I mean, how could I have talked about it to you if I didn't if I didn't know what it was? That's right. Right, but there's like a big difference between two months and two years, depending on how long ago sure. it came out. You know. Yep. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to find out. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's just how I'm feeling right now. Is uh really impatient. Oh, I find I found out in that movie that um, the Punisher symbol with the uh. Uh, American flag in it is the symbol for Q. I didn't know that. I figured they were like somehow associated, but I didn't actually know that was like the symbol brand symbol. So the earliest article I can find on it is March 4th, 2022. Roger Stone, the story behind the documentary. And does it actually have any of the footage though? Did they say that? Because I think part of it is like people couldn't get their hands on it for a while. The Danish film team is uh, He's looking it up, everybody. It. We got Jamie. We got young Jamie over there on the computer. I mean, I don't So then if, how could I? But if I know that I saw it, I mean, I know I did. Sure. So I'm, I'm just saying the article was published about a year, more than a year ago. That's probably around the same time I saw it. Whatever yeah. footage I saw, however much of it I saw. So you may not have watched the whole thing. Potentially not. I'll watch it again and let you know. You don't have to. That's that's no, not like a contest. To. It's not. No, but I would like to know. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it makes me angry. It makes me want to fight fire with fire a little bit, but um, not in a, not in a like you said, uh, go outside the legal system kind of way. But just, I don't know. I'm feeling intolerance for intolerance, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's. I think that is. I know this sounds stupid, but I think that that's why they were there doing what they were doing. Right. So that's all. Um, that's it. That's all I got to say about it. They're, they can't change. They, they have intolerance that they can't find a way to change from. And so they're fighting a system or a world that's changing. Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think, but it's the same. <clears throat> I mean, it's the same symptoms. Like it happened when we were younger too. Like there was a time in the '90s where you know we we I, I would totally remember thinking the government was 
evil and bad and doing things to harm us and all that stuff. And, you know, then, then your party gets into power and you're like, oh, that can't be happening. Everything's great. It's just like, what, what are you talking about? This feels so <laughs> different than the 90s to me. Hmm. Night and day. You don't agree? It doesn't feel that different to me. Man. Man, oh man. <laughs> man, oh man. I I think that uh, our access, like the, the idea of information, the idea of um, being informed is different. But, you know, it's because a lot of people get informed from TikTok. <laughs> we got to the bottom of it here, TikTok. No, I mean it's just, it's news. The news too, right? They're not they're not journalists anymore. They're, they're not people who are right <clears throat> going out and actually just telling you here's the information. You make your own mind up, right? Not, that is not what happens. It's it's if here's it, how if you it makes you feel. feel better. Christy reads all the articles, and then we come to each other and talk to each other. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's I, I don't think it's bad to also listen to opinions, right? There's nothing wrong with that as long as they're experts. And I don't care what it is they're an expert in, and I don't care what their political affiliation is. I just care that they're an expert, right? I don't well, this I mean, whole we're idea doing that, exactly the opposite of that. We are, but you shouldn't take us seriously. I don't take us seriously, do you? I mean I'm sure, so, I mean, I'm, sure I, I'm sure we affect people in some way. Sure. But if anybody listens to this podcast to get like what to do and how to feel about politics, then I don't, that's not what this is about to me. Is that what it's about to you? Mm, no, no. Right. So that's not, I don't think people here are coming, coming for that. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, um, I think uh, just the fact that, you know, we have a former president that uh, said that they didn't uh, lose the election, didn't admit to losing, and now has 91 indictments, I think makes it really different than the 90s. I feel I feel like you're almost trolling me a little bit by saying it's the same as the 90s. Like you're Not trolling being me. anti or something. Like it seems like <laughs> yeah. everybody in the world, it seems like every bit of news talks about how crazy things are and you're saying things aren't crazy. It's just really weird for me. Do people around you also think things aren't crazy right now? No, I, I think that most people think things are crazy right now. Okay, okay. So you know that you are the one with the dissenting voice here. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that things aren't different or that they're not difficult or that there um, isn't an opportunity for change. Um, but I remember the Iran Contra of the whole thing. I remember when there was going to be a nuclear war. I remember when Bush took presidency and everybody lost their minds. And when we went to Iraq, um, those things at the time seemed world ending and potentially, you know, the, the cold war and all, all that stuff was, very real at the time. Right. Um, and, you know, if you want to compare it looking backwards, then of course, but everything looking backwards is that way. Um, because That's the risk true. is you always... You can look backwards and be like, well, World War II, like the late 30s, 
early 40s were the most tumultuous time during the 40 years before and after that. You can easily say that. Because of the war? Yeah. It changed everything. Right, but it it started in 42, right? In Europe, I think it started before 42. Okay. But what do the years have to do with it? It's still a point in time where you can say this time was crazier than the times around it. Or do you say it, it wasn't? That it was kind of the same as well, the, the years that you just, or whatever. The years you in, encompass didn't include the actual years of the war, I don't think. So that's why I said it. Because I right, would say well, that that was probably probably more... I don't, but it's, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know how you define it. It's not, it's not, uh, I'm not trying to disagree with you that that was a difficult time. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying when you're in the time, when you're living in it, that, that it's obviously going to seem as if it is the greatest concern there, there's, I can't imagine it being any other way. Like you're not going to be living in that time pre-World War II and saying, that that wasn't a terrible time to be. And you're not going to be living in the time of World War II and saying, oh my God, right? And, and the same thing goes for when what I was just talking about happened in the early 80s, 90s, and then the same thing. Yeah, but you can be an old person. And like, and by the way, they invaded Czechoslovakia in um, early 38. I think they invaded one other country before Czechoslovakia, but I'm not positive. Or 39, March 39 is when they did it. But um, th- somebody can be like 80 years old in 1950 and look back at their life and be like, Oh yeah, those 10 years were definitely the craziest years or the most difficult years, like the great depression leading up to then the world war. But you don't know it until you've gone through it. Otherwise when you're in it, it, you're oftentimes thinking it's it's the worst. Fine. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So right now, no matter what it is that's happening right now, whether it is the worst thing or not, we don't, that's the thing we don't know. Sure. But a lot of people around you are saying it's bad and you're like, it's no, bad. you're wrong. <laughs> you're I'm like, not no, saying they're wrong. It's always been this bad. No, I'm just saying it's not quite as bad as everyone's making out to seem because of all the things that, like you said, the media and all these other things that are purposely, intentionally guiding you towards it being more chaotic than it is. It's all, it's, it's built into the system, right? That we're also learning that. Okay. Right? I would say so any form of media, any time will always perpetuate that during a time of crisis or whatever. Well, especially now, that's that is a part of what's happening now too. It's a part of the information age, right? Like getting it as fast as you can, making a decision on it right away, and then a- start acting on it immediately, whether you know it's the truth or not. That's it. That, that's that's really what I why I think that it's it's. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm just saying I think a lot I think a lot of people think it's worse than it is. I feel like you're gaslighting me. No, and I and I have faith in people. I have faith in people. You shouldn't. Shouldn't have faith in people or shouldn't feel like I'm get like you're gaslighting me. You shouldn't feel like I'm gaslighting you. And stop gaslighting me then. (laughs) Okay. Just say I understand how you feel that way. I I feel you. That's you know, that works too. Okay, I feel you. Valid, validate, you know. Okay. I, I, you want me to tell you I understand that it's hard right now. 
Um, yeah, or just recognize, yeah, recognize that a lot of people feel that it's hard right now, whether it is or it's not, there's a, there's a rising sense of that. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I felt like I did when I was like, when I said, you know, that's, it's validational okay. because that's exactly what, what the, or the psychologists are saying right now. Right. I go, that's exactly why you should be feeling that way right now. That's oh, what right, the psychologists right. are saying too. Right. That's exactly right. what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, that's not how I feel. Right. So are you going to validate me? Um, I guess not. Cause I think you're wrong. <laughs> so isn't this interesting because this is the place that I get put in often, right? That I'm telling other people that they're wrong. Yeah. Right. And then I'm trying to change your mind. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I don't know. Now who feel now who feels gaslit sucker. I don't know. Sometimes I do feel like you are anti though. Like uh, you took debate class kind of like our man Vivek. I did take debate class, but that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. If, 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 if everything that I said was true, right. I didn't say anything that was outlandish about the ways that the things are right now. And they were in the past. And I'm suggesting that they could possibly be worse in the future too. Right. Cause that's right. the way that it, it, that's the way that it goes. Right. If there's nothing to overcome and there's, and it's just like, like everybody imagines, I don't, I don't know what people imagine actually this place where there are no problems in the world and like everybody's fed and we all have equal money and everybody doesn't see color or race or religion or sex or I don't mean we are like at least another thousand years from that. Just let that shit go for a little bit longer. We got to keep cooking that for a while. I'm not saying we shouldn't. But that's where, like, the mindset that we're going to get there next year is, that's ridiculous. <laughs> People can't change that fast. It's just not possible. Okay. Seems to make sense. Okay. Sorry, I'm so not being find. the best conversationalist. I'm thinking quite a bit. I've been that's, thinking, that's, trying to think more. Wrong with that. Think more. Thinking's fantastic. Yeah, sometimes I'm not sure what we're even arguing about other than syntax. That's oftentimes what it is, perspective. But yeah, I think that uh, I'm trying to remember how we even got here as far as feeling like we live in crazy times. Oh, I was saying maybe it's because I was saying that I was feeling very, that's what it was. I was feeling very, I'm not so much interested in like understanding or like giving patience anymore. I'm getting impatient with people. That's how it all started. And then you were saying, yeah, "Yeah, but things have always been like this. And I'm like, no, they haven't. That's where it started. So yeah, I'm saying things are heating up and I'm becoming impatient with people who still believe Donald Trump. Yes. There we are. That's kind of the point of where we started there. So you have the patience though. I understand that. No, I mean, I, well, I understand why you're feeling frustrated, you know? Right. I'm feeling, I guess what I'm feeling is, um, so to put it, to put a point on it, I'm feeling like I just don't want to have, I'm done like reaching out to him and being like, let's talk to each other. Let's understand each other. I'm more becoming more (laughs) tribalistic where I'm just like, no, I just don't want to hang out with you anymore. Kind of like more down that road. 
Like, I don't yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's, that might be the result of some of this stuff for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling right now. Just like, no, like it, you've had so much time to understand that he's lying. Like you got and just, I don't know. And you tell somebody they're dumb and they really don't like it. And it's like, I'm so bad at that too. <laughs> you know, I'm so bad at like trying to explain to people that they might not know something. And, uh, it's so hard. So like the, these, the folks that you're talking about, like, do you really feel like if you showed them this Roger Stone thing, for instance, is that they couldn't draw some of the conclusions that you're asking them to draw? There's all different types of folks, you know? I mean, a hundred percent. There's, there's would, people just deny it. Yeah. Yeah. And some, yeah. And yeah, I'm just, I'm done trying, I guess. Uh, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm, yeah, I don't know why I don't have the energy for that. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it's, I've been spending so much time with my family and with Christy lately. I, I think I'm putting all my energy there and, uh, yeah, I just don't have, uh, don't have that energy for reaching out with olive branches so much anymore. No, I mean, that, <clears throat> I think that's fine. I don't think you should anyway. I think right now you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Like right now you should, you probably should just be like, it's good that we don't talk. And if you want to talk, then you've got to be able to meet me halfway and like start to, you know, come, come to my side a little bit. Cause I tried a lot to come to you and I, I didn't see you moving. So it's up to you. Right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's, that's good honest. too, because, because I'm being super punchy. And so if I'm hanging around somebody who doesn't want to change, I'm probably going to punch them in the face a whole bunch while I'm there. Well, you're going to do it on purpose. It's, it's, yeah. It's not going to take long before you're, yeah, it's, it's 10 minutes in and you're going to be like, so <clears throat> yeah. how are you, how are you feeling about the, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it's, yeah, it's over. Yeah. The new Dennis Prager, uh, curriculum. How are we feeling? <laughs> but I don't, I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I really don't. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's just different for me because I think I've uh, always prided myself on trying to see both sides of things and uh, trying to, you know, like like I always say, I try to listen to right wing and left wing and all this different stuff. And I always try to pride myself in seeing both sides. And I'm just fucking exhausted with it right now. And I feel like I've watched both sides enough to know that like, there's just false equivalencies at this point, like saying that both sides deserve equal respect at this point is because that is wearing really thin when it's becoming so obvious that the leader of one side just lies over and over and over and over. And some people just don't, they're too trapped up in that identity to accept it. Or I don't know. I would like, I guess I can only assume why, you know, it's so hard for him to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I'll say to that is I think that, um, you know, if I were to ask you, you know, to to draw a circle and <clears throat> make a pie and tell me how much of you was Democrat, right? Tell me, like, when you think of Jeff and all the other things that are Jeff, how much of you thinks of yourself as Jeff the Democrat? Yeah, uh, probably pretty low. Right. Like, and then maybe. you're going to. Right. And so then you're going to take that 1%, and I think that's true for a lot of people, and you're going to start to apply it to the rest of your rational life. I don't understand that. Yeah. Sounds gross. Yeah, you don't need to. And like, that, so that there's, you know, that might help in you being able to have conversations with these people that you don't want to have conversations with anymore. 
you know, I don't know if it's a good time right now for you, <laughs> honestly, like just to being, you know, unless you really want to practice patience, but I don't know if that's what you want to do right now. Did Scott tell you my star chart? Nope. <laughs> Scott's been asking me for all my birth info. Scott is Sean's brother, everybody. He's been asking for me for my birth info and like breaking down my star chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just assumed that he might have shown that to you because that's kind of that's all saying the same thing. It's like you're in vengeance mode. You're in like uh, you're ready to slay the enemy and you got to be careful who you slay right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got well, your sword yeah. out and you got to be careful because you got that thing out right now. Yeah. Put it away, dude. Seriously. Put it back in your pants. I mean, it says it's going to be out for another year and a half. So I don't know if that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> We'll see. You're like that dog that comes in on like a like a really hot spring afternoon and it's just rolling around and it can't help itself. It's just all pink. Yeah, I guess. I've just I it's more like I'm seeing red. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling very protective of my family and the people I love. <clears throat> I'm very close to a couple people in my life who are queer. And uh and uh that group of people is being attacked by the Christian right right now. And I'm feeling very aggressively mama bear. Like I'm ready to tear out a throat, you know, or something like that. Every time I hear like heritage foundation or mothers for Liberty or removing books from schools and all that stuff, I'm just becoming very, I think it's fear turning into anger as Yoda would say. So I think you should start taking some of, um, like just go in, instead of doing the rogue stuff where you're like that's mean like the like you were saying the millennials were doing where they're going into restaurants do the rogue stuff that's nice like over overly nice right like go to one of their little meetings and just walk in and be like look we just wanted to let you know that we really love you and that Jesus teaches love and not hate and that's it hope you have a really fantastic afternoon and just leave have you not been listening to the sword thing? I'm not putting, I'm not interested in putting down my sword right now, Sean. I don't pick it up that often. Come on. I've, you know, usually I'm holding the scales over here. I finally have this shiny sword. I've had yeah, it for about two weeks it. now. You want to use it? Three All right. Weeks. Well, how about and this? It's, it's uh, nice. I'm kind of thinking this is what I want right now. I need to how about you know, slash some motherfuckers up. Then let's make sure that we identify the right people to cut from your life. How about that? If you're gonna if you're gonna right. do someone, then let's make sure it's the absolutely the right person for the right reason. Right. I'd like to start by then apologizing I, to Josh last week by, you know, telling him that he was annoying me. <laughs> a little cut there. I like you, Josh, but you know, cut you. Sorry about that. I think he's fine. Yeah, I know he's fine. He's he bragged about it on the Discord. He's like, I'm the first person Jeff said was not good to talk to. <laughs> I'm a, I got a first. It's <laughs> oh, too good. It's too good. Oh, uh, but no, I think you're right. Knowing who to cut out, I think is very important. I've been getting a lot. I've been really wanting to connect more with your brother lately. He's really good uh, for me in a time like this for some reason. Well, I don't blame you. I don't blame me either, Sean. He's pretty good in most times. So, yeah, 49ers, I think they're going to be pretty good. Beep, beep. Pretty good. I picked it up four be. puzzles today from garage sales and Goodwills. That'll help. That'll help staying inside. Winters are coming around the corner. You, you're starting to feel it there, too. That little 
fall time breeze is something the leaves are starting to change color a little bit still hot a little as crisp fuck. in yeah, the air the dome has not left the heat dome has not left <laughs> all the fields are brown the fields Everything are brown is dead and there won't be food in winter no food all the grass in is dead Things are getting bad. All so the bad. fucking pine trees. But Sean says it's just the 90s all over They're again. They're fucking dead. <laughs> I never said it was the 90s all over again. I just said there were similarities. There are so many similarities right now to the if 90s. If you everybody. only listen with your Vintage 1%. Act with your PP. That's what's Sean, gonna happen. What would, what would your stats be in D and D? Oh come on! Like no. What do you mean? Like my D and D stats? Yeah, strength. Real my real life ones or my character? <laughs> no, you. Your real life ones. Oh. Strength. Oh. oh. Oh no. I'm going. Well, so I'm like mm, probably mm, like eleven strength. Okay. All right. Um, constitution. Mm, this is probably one of my worst scores. Mm. Folds under mm. interrogation, everybody. No, no. Yeah. That has nothing to do with constitution, oh, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm like a, probably an eight on a constitution. Yeah. Dexterity. I'm fairly dexterous. I'm going to go with a 12. They called you Felix the Cat on the old uh, on the old basketball court. I mean, I'll Felix slap the you big elbow cat. In. If you want to have a quick, who's going to slap who first? We can play that one. My dad taught me to use knees and elbows, and that's how you work the boards. Yeah, I know. I played with you. And you sharpen your knees and elbows before you go out. You put those little pads on that have little bee stingers on the ends of them. Your your dad and you neither one of you needed to use knees or elbows. You just had to touch your any part of your body, and you would slide off and fall onto the ground with a slime puddle like four feet long dripping off your arm. <laughs> I swear, you guys greased yourself before any basketball game. Hey, we need a four, Sean. You want to come out and play with us? And then they'd all take off their shirts and they'd just start rubbing themselves. It was the weirdest thing. And I'd be like, "All right." And then you yep. careful, Dad. He can actually play. <laughs> and then they just all slime me. Like that oh, was gross. Why'd you do that? Because uh, Ghostbusters was popular, and we were really into it. And we used to buy the ectoplasm you could get as a kid. Do you remember buying the ectoplasm in the little jars? Sean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember my pet monster, the big yep. stuffed animal that had the chains around the wrists? Uh, yep, I do. Yeah, and you could you break the my chains. Buddy? My buddy. Yeah, my buddy and me. Yeah, we climb like, up a tree. Yeah. My buddy and me. You say like the, the bird best down friends the tree. That can be. No, that's the real Teddy lyrics. Ru- that's not what kids said. What about Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah, but he wasn't cool either. I remember you Teddy Ruxpin. Ruxpin. That Teddy? You, yeah. read, you ruddied that text plan, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sean, we're going to see each other in a couple months. Oh boy, people are excited. They love the um live shows together. Those are no, the best. They don't they didn't love this yes, one either, do. I don't think. This is gonna uh, rank down there with uh with the cringe episode, I think. Oh well. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do, everybody? It's Mitch McConnell's fault. So putting out putting out bad art is something we've been known for for a long time. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks again to the new patrons. Wait, you're the host. You're supposed to yeah, thank no, them. That was right? really good. I, yeah, totally. And if anyone's been listening, or if you are listening still, like, if, you know, please 20. understand. Holy cheese and rice. Everything, is, uh, everything that we say is absolutely not, uh, that you shouldn't take any of it. And, and You guys and should check out TikTok, it. though, out there. Please and, don't. Uh, Please just hit delete on that one, please. Yeah, just check out TikTok. And erase all the material. Say yes, erase all the material. Yeah, Doja Cat's album. I can't wait, though. It's going to be that's fine. TikTok. Go listen to Doja Cat. I don't care about that, but Doja, Doja, Doja. listen to Doja. Doja Crockett. Did you hear about the time on uh, she Twittered Elon? We'll talk about it next time, everybody. It's going to be a good one. Do you think you would win in a fight between you and Elon? Would I win a fight between me and Elon? Man, I don't know. I'm not a... How tall is he? I don't know. I could be pretty even. I think he's like... I think he's Danny DeVito's... Like Danny DeVito's height. He's basically Danny DeVito's height and build. He's done then. Because I know how to use my weight to my advantage. I mean, a lot of... Honestly, that's what a lot of it would come down to. Because... I did take uh, judo wrestling as a kid, so I basically know how to use my weight to my advantage, Sean. Danny DeVito. I was the big kid, too. I would take on three little kids at a time. Danny DeVito. I could take Danny on three DeVito. Danny DeVitos at a time. It's been a pleasure, everybody. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for the patrons. This is why we do it. We're going to continue to do it. and uh, Maybe we'll talk about something more important next time. I'm, I hope you all have a fantastic evening. I hope you continue your drive home safely. I hope your children are asleep and doing well. And I hope that you're, tomorrow you get a raise. And I would like everybody to email me at purpleelfproductions at gmail.com and remind me that I'm not going crazy, that Sean is gaslighting me, and that we do live in crazy, interesting times, and that I'm right about millennials, and I'm right about like so many things uh, more than Sean is. Uh, purpleelproductions at gmail.com because every time I go on our discord now and I post something cool like they keep posting like other stuff that is more like you know the other stuff <laughs> yeah I, I also think you should tell Jeff that everybody so please everybody just tell let's me get, let's get him back to normal again and soon as possible just tell me I'm good let's to just, go he's okay let's half. just tell him everybody he's okay year and a half after the inauguration then i'll be good to go um dark brandon everybody bye bye